I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And we coming from our basement to your headphones. Barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown in a wild time. Thank you for downloading the podcast, The Anos. Now, here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, The Anos. I am Jordan Hall, and back on the show this week, Eric Wayne. Yeah. Eric, how you been? Good to have you back on the show. Yeah, I'm doing great. You know, I just couldn't come on after the losing streak. I, my I, my loins were not girded. I could not handle the pain. Uh, I ran away in fear and terror. Oh, don't don't be modest. You were out do gooden. That's fine. Um, yeah, you yeah. were really close to Cadillac though, which, as you know, is is probably the worst <laughs> town favorite city in Michigan. Was that any sort of issue for you? You know, the aroma from Cadillac was drifting over, and I could smell all the redneck sweat and awfulness. That was fine. It's northern Michigan. It's great. That's true. It is a beautiful time to be in northern Michigan. Um, yeah. So overall, a successful couple couple days? Yeah, it was great. Um, the only bad part was I didn't talk to you. That bad? Bad? <laughs> Well, I did miss your awful restaurant power rankings. Emily liked Ugh. it. You're you're the only one that's had any. Sort Emily's of bad nice. Emily's it. too nice. <laughs> she wouldn't tell me if she if she didn't like it. I don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. She's faking happiness with it. Um, so it's been an interesting week for you and I. Been an interesting week for the Tigers, and one might say it's been an even more interesting week for the Ball family. Are you aware of the infamous Ball family? I know it's not baseball. It's a different sport. Is this uh, Lonzo and Lorenzo and Lamas? And, well, I don't know their names. But... Yes. Uh, Lonzo is the son. He was drafted okay. second overall by the, by the Lakers. Um, this is the NBA. Lamar? I don't, I don't think there's a Lamar. There's Lucian? A, there's a LeVar. That's the dad. LeVar. That was, that was close. A couple days later, he actually appeared on wrestling, which I'm sure there's probably a specific name to the wrestling. I'm not a nerd, and I don't live in any sort of basement, so I'm not sure what that is. Um but he was setting him, setting him up for the presidential run, I assume. <laughs> Timely, yeah, no kidding. But he was he was shirtless in wrestling as this yeah. 58-year-old dad or whatever. Um, and then the next day on my Twitter feed, I'm sure probably yours too if you saw it, it was a buzz with the greatest sports question of our age. Who would win one-on-one basketball, LeVar or Airbud? What? That, that was well, what Twitter wanted to know. What what's weighed in on this one for us? Well, Air Bud is a golden retriever, right? Yes. How is he even holding the basketball? Like what? He's bopping it with his nose into the hoop. People forget that Air Bud was very dependent on assist. He he needed somebody to drop the dime, get that ball in the air for him. He he shot a very high percentage, but he wasn't yeah. creating any of his own shots. You know, the thing about Airbud is it was really hard to tell without Airbud two, three, four, and five to really tell the whole story, I'm sure. Get all the Airbuds in. Are your kids into the Airbud movies? No. No, I refuse. What sport? I d- even even this dad has some limits. I've watched Frozen a thousand times, but I'm not watching Airbud. What sport do you find Airbud to be um most proficient at? Uh, frisbee catching it's a dog 
I liked I liked him particularly a, a lot in uh, in in the soccer movie. Oh, possibly just because I like soccer better than all the other sports. I don't I don't know. You know, Air Bud is super furry and actually doesn't have much more of an outlandish hairstyle than a lot of Bundesliga players. It's true. Yeah. It's a shout out for the boot. I don't know that we've ever mentioned the Bundesliga on this on this show. Yeah. I love Bundesliga. the Bundesliga. The Bundesliga is more fun to watch than the than the Premier League. That's a that's a low key fire take. Um, okay, so it brings us to this week's lead off question: Who is uh, what is the best sports movie of all time? And I'll let you go first. You mean it's not Air Bud? <laughs> well, I guess if you took the amalgamation of them, maybe maybe that would be. I don't I don't know. Cars, cars. <laughs> yeah, you know, Lightning McQueen. Ka-chow! I I don't know that. No. So you, Disney cars. You've never heard of Disney cars. No, I'm an like, adult. Mater. Adults know things in society, Hall. I have seen Frozen. I feel like that covers my Disney quota. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh man. Okay. I'm gonna say I have bad taste, but I'm gonna go with it's. I've narrowed it down to four. Oh, okay. This is good. This is kind of what oh, I was hoping for with this. A League of Their Own, which I enjoyed. Sandlot, classic. Cool Runnings, yes, which I, which is a guilty pleasure, and Happy Gilmore. I'm going to say Cool Runnings because I feel the rhythm, feel the ride. <laughs> yeah, that's how a, about you? What that's you a good got? choice. Um, I actually went with two. Happy Gilmore was on on my yeah. list. It's just such a funny, like you know, the hockey player going to play golf. Like it's just such a funny concept. It's probably the most, the funniest take on like your traditional sports yeah. movie. Um, and I got to go with rookie of the year. It's yes! probably, I quote that probably more than anything else outside of the home alone, uh, franchise. I, I'm all about the rookie of the year quote. I love rookie of the year. It, it does not age well. No, it no. does not age well, but I, like, I think I've mentioned it before about rookie of the year. Like I grew up just at the perfect time. I was the age of the character kind of when the movie came out. So it was just perfect. So he's old as you dirt know. now. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, shut up. I didn't come out, I come out here for you to abuse me. Actually, uh, that's exactly what I did. So what are your thoughts on, like, the serious, like, poignant lesson-teaching movies? Like, I'm trying to think, yeah, like, The trash. Rookie or Glory Road or all those ones. Chariots of Fire or some trash. Yeah. I don't know. The thing is, I feel like we're too into sports where it, unless you're kind of taking sports as a goofy thing – it's really right. easy to nitpick like, well, that wouldn't happen. Well, that wouldn't happen. And I how can't about, make myself not do that. How about remember the Titans? No. Can't do it. I, well, can't I, suspend I don't really disbelief. Like, I don't really like football to begin with, especially okay. when I'm supposed to have learned a lesson through it. Bend it like Beckham? Do you I, prefer that? I haven't seen it, but I'm sure that would probably be more enjoyable. Right. Ladybugs or what's the one? Isn't that Ladybugs where the two guys coach a like girls pee wee soccer team? Could be. There's a there's a Will Ferrell movie, a soccer where, he, movie. where he coaches yeah. uh, soccer. It's pretty funny. I don't remember what it's called, but uh, Dick Mike Ditka's in it. Naturally. How about Caddyshack? Are you buying Caddyshack as the greatest sports movie? No, it's 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 funny. Like I would watch it. I have watched it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't put it in the elite category. Not not with a a classic like Rookie of the Year or Cool Runnings. I mean, come on. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> you know they made a a, a a version of Caddyshack where they took Rodney Dangerfield out of it because some people don't like him. I think Rodney Dangerfield's good. I don't know. I respect variety. I'm not. I'm not the world's biggest fan. He's. He's fine. He's whatever. He is whatever. True words. True words. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with the show, you can uh, podcastianos.com. On Twitter, I am at Jordan Hall twenty three. Eric still. Is, still. Yeah. Still. Um, I got a, a, a suggestion. It was at Jordan Hall and Oats, which is a reference to a band. I had to look that one up. Um, You've never heard of Hall and Oates? No, it's not I, really a band. It's just like two guys. Oh, well, any, anyone who makes music in my mind is a band. Oh, okay, Eminem. Okay, band. <laughs> anyone, it's anyone that's not a rapper. Of my band. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, if you have a if you have another suggestion for me, uh, go ahead and, and send it my way. Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcastianos. If you want to follow my fire fire Instagram account, I am at Jordino Four, and you now have a fire Instagram account, um, of which I yeah. don't have written down. So if you want to tell it's, the listeners, 
it's the same. Due to lack of creativity, it is also Comerica Eric. Okay, there you have it. Uh, Facebook.com backslash podcastianos. And we have a review. I should have looked this up before oh, no. just this very moment. Um, oh, it's no. extremely lengthy, um, and I found it to be fairly funny. Um, so I'll read you at least the highlights of it. Is it my mom? Uh, I mean, it could be. <laughs> Is it Dude Bro 69er? Because that's my mom's handle. Um, okay, it's from uh, Big 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 Ivima. Um, I think that this is our buddy Billy. Or also Billy? possibly somebody else. We have um, a buddy Billy. I was unaware. Now we do. Um, you, the, the, the title of the review is more like Podcasty Friendos. So apparently he thinks we, we are his friends, which is good. Um, you don't have to be Eric's mom to love the podcastianos. These guys are LOL, spelled out with E-L-Ls, funny every week. Uh, you may not like co-host Jordan Hall at first. That seems a bit harsh. Ah, that um, seems harsh. Uh, because he's a runner, which makes you feel okay, wow. which makes you feel bad about your own decrepit and flabby lack of physical fitness, or because he's a fan of the English soccer club Manchester United, which is like a somehow more awful soccer version of the Yankees. Well, that's just not yeah, true. That's true. Um, but don't be so quick to judge him. Despite these personal shortcomings, he is an intelligent, humorous, and sometimes articulate Tigers fan. I'll take sometimes. That's that's fine. Um, on the other mic, his pod- podcast partner Eric Wayne is instantly lovable. I feel like I came off r- rough. Here. You clearly won this one. Um, Instantly lovable. He is funny and sounds pretty cool, but not too cool for an average dingus such as yourself. Okay. Um, If you're looking for... I'm a dope with a laptop. Okay. Thanks, friend. A dingus. If you're looking for a lot of insight and spot-on sabermetric analysis of Tigers baseball, this may not be for you. That's definitely true. But if you love Tigers and don't have any friends to talk about the ball club with... Because you live in an area without many Tigers fans like Milwaukee, or it's very specific, or just don't have many friends in general, in we'll be your friends or at all, yeah. then these guys will help forget your lonely misery for 45 minutes out of every week and give you <laughs> your liver a break from drinking uh, generic brand brandy in the basement by yourself seriously these guys are great and this is the most is this a cry for help is this a cry for help seriously these guys are are great and this is the most entertaining tigers podcast out there once you get in on their weekly segments thing i saw on the side of the road while running by jordan and eric's hilarious weekly power rankings you will find yourself looking forward to each new episode do yourself a favor subscribe and listen to the podcast yanos Thank Aww. you so much. It 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 started out rocky, but but we we came through there. You know, I, I'm warming to you all. It's it's coming around. Okay. <laughs> it okay. only took 51 episodes, but well, you haven't been on all 51. Emily's That's been on true. It time, so it's been like 48 for us. That's true. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Giannis. Uh, let's begin Tigers talk today with a quote. Uh, this was tweeted by Jason Beck, and it came out of the meow, uh, out of the mouth, of out of the meow. Is this Super Troopers? Gosh, just a just a bloodbath. <laughs> I did, I got all of my brain power out reading the the review. Yeah, you did well. Thanks. I I read sometimes. Um, okay, so this is out of the mouth of Alex Avila, and I quote: "There's times when I think we can put together a run and fight for the playoffs, and there's times when we play some bad baseball." End quote. Has anything ever been more true in all of existence of the world? Well, it's reassuring to know that he has an accurate grasp on reality, right? Um, and he's he says a little bit more than Dave ever did, but we don't really need this quote. No, this is Alex. This is this is the son. Well, this is Alex. This is this the is catcher. Al. He's the one with the beard. Oh, oh. He, he bats left-handed. Th- thanks for clarifying. But yeah. It doesn't – the whole Avila family, Grandma Avila, Great Aunt Avila knows that there's flashes of brilliance and flashes that they're just really bad at baseball. Yeah. Right. Anybody named Avila or not Avila can see that. And to a certain extent, baseball gives you 162 games. You're going to see more flashes and you're going to have more more dips and, I don't know, peaks. But – yeah, we do feel like uh, a team that, you know, if you put on the 2014 you know, mindset, you look up and down this roster and be like, oh, dang, like 
this is a team that can win. You yeah. just have to get out of that mindset that, you know, father time has come a little bit. Um, what do you do with the flashes, though? I feel like we do have a little bit more ability. Um, we haven't showed it, but more like there's there's something about us that makes you feel every now and again like maybe it's not all lost. When if you just take a step back, you realize, no, it is 100% all lost. Yeah. Um, is it a mindset that we need to get out of? Can we can we relish these little moments of brilliance? Like I don't even know what to do with all, all this. Well, you certainly can enjoy the moments of brilliance. Um, enjoy baseball; it's a fun sport to watch. Any game, in and of itself, is a drama in and of itself. You play to win the game, and it's, it's great. But we are what eight games? Eight games under five hundred. Now, I think we're only five and a half or six and a half out of the last wild card, but we have a handful of teams to leapfrog to get there. There's, we are toast. There's one team we don't have to leapfrog. One yeah, team. We suck. We suck. Let me let me be very clear. We suck. It's not going to get particularly better. Yes, the flashes that you see are quality baseball players that we have on our team, but are probably on the opposite side of the curve, right? They are, they are over the hill, and they're not getting better. And if you took this grouping of names and superimposed them, like you said, two years ago, you'd have all kinds of hope, and we'd have a lot more wins. But right now, we don't. And... The thing is, what's so frustrating to me is the offense has been uh, adequate. We've we've had enough runs. We've led the AL in run scoring. It's been the pitching, 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 pitching. JV has been average. Seems average. Seems consistent. optimistic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Zimmerman has been slightly, you know, average-ish. And these are t- supposed to be your two workhorses, right? Yeah. And Zimmerman is maybe average, right? Yeah, I'd say Zimmerman has been a little bit more flashier than even Jay. Like Verlander's had some good starts that you would just expect. You know, you you roll Verlander out and he's gonna he's gonna give you, you know, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, pretty decent starts. Zimmerman, we got to the point where you know, anytime he goes five, we're like you know giving yeah. him a standing O. Whereas recently he's been giving us maybe a little bit more than that, a little bit yeah. more than we had come to to be accustomed to. Um, but yeah, they're... but these two guys are your big money horses out of the rotation. You need these two guys to anchor your team. And they're, they're not, if they were performing like Fulmer was, who is probably the third best pitcher in the American league this year, Amer- uh, third best starter, um, yeah. we'd be all over it. Okay. Boyd has been trash, right? When we started him over Sanchez, we all agreed. Yep. That's the right call. Boyd's been great. Spring training. He's been piss poor yes right and your boy daniel norris has been so inconsistent you talk about showing flashes he has but he's been bad he's been bad now i have i have something to interject here i feel like what daniel needs to do and he needs to stop tweeting about you know putting totino's pizza rolls in the the fridge you know, as opposed to the microwave. That's a bad take. That is yeah. that is a very bad take. But what he needs to do is tweet out that he's close to dominating. Once you yeah. do that, the gauntlet has been thrown down, and there's no choice but to start dominating. It's worked for Verlander. It's worked for other guys, Lance McCullers. Um, maybe Verlander needs to do it again. Yeah, there we go. How about a team? Maybe the maybe the Tigers account. Maybe pause. Maybe pause needs to tweet out. We're close to dominating. You know, put that on. Put that on the record. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what it takes. No, it's that's trash. We're not close to dominating. We're not good. We're not good at baseball. It's not happening. So there occasionally will come a time in the history of of an organization uh, when keeping the faith looks a lot like hoping for a squad shakeup. Um, yeah. Are yeah. are we to that point? This isn't yeah. this isn't an organization. This is a you and me. Are we to that point? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. Uh, as we're approaching the trade deadline, I'm excited about selling some pieces, which is so hard to say. But um, if you learned tomorrow that Justin Verlander was traded for a basket full of prospects, what would your immediate reaction be? I'd want to know who the basket is. I mean, right. you, you know me. I, I spend a lot of time researching prospects. I, I really enjoy that, like, you know, I'm good with that. It would be a very hard reality to realize I'm never going to go to Comerica again and see Verlander pitch. Yeah. But 
I, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is something that it's really hard to get to get your head around. And I think this is a, a thing that we're going to need to be really sensitive about, like, as the transition happens. Like, when anyone gets traded, like, a, a small portion of the fan base will have just lost their favorite player. And there needs to be some sort yeah. of respect and decorum for that. Um, and, you know, even, you know, I, I like Verlander. He's probably not my favorite player on the team because Daniel, Nor- Daniel Norris exists. But, you know, like I said, if, if I never saw him pitch at Joker Martian again, that'd be kind of a bummer. It'd be kind of a bummer. Yeah. But, but uh, if it makes our team better in five years, you know, I mean, we're, we're to the point where, you know, 2017 is bad. 2018 ain't looking much better. Maybe it's maybe it's time to start doing that. Yeah. And it's all about performance. I miss Max Scherzer. I miss him more than I appreciate having Justin Verlander because Scherzer's been awesome. So just give me awesome players and I'll, I'll learn to like them. <laughs> that's, that's very magnanimous of you. Yeah. Okay. As long as they're awesome, they will have my undying affections. So let's get into some of the logistics of a sell-off. Um, I feel like there's kind of, there's this, this current on Twitter that says, you know, this is absolutely necessary. And then there's this undercurrent that, that is saying, um, you're undermining the effort of the team we have. I mean, not that, not that fans have any sort of input or influence whatsoever and that you're being a bad fan for hoping to kind of, um, I mean, is it, is it essentially rooting for them to be worse in the short term for a long-term gain? And is, if so, does that make you a bad fan? You don't. the The thing is now the tide has turned. You don't need to root for them to lose because they're in bad enough shape where that that's already kind of happened. I mean, if they were to go on a eight game win streak, um, which I hope they do, that would be awesome. Um, uh, you know, maybe the equation would start to change, but anything short of that, a four game win streak, if I, the equation is hasn't is not going to be changing. So you can root for whatever the heck you want to. The reality is reality. That's that's very true. Um, once not to to belabor the point, um, but would you ever root for them to lose games this year in order to improve draft position? No, no, I don't like. We were playing the Indians the other day, and the so we lost two out of three. But the game that we won was the first game. Yeah, and it was satisfying to make the Indians lose. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it is satisfying to win the game, to see home runs and to see good pitching performances. That gives me happiness. Now, if you're a really jaded fan and you are willing to tune out, yeah, uh, does losing more games help you in the long term? Probably. But uh, is there such a big difference between, say, the second pick and the fifth pick in the draft where you're going to piss away games and root for that? No, you're, that's that's being an NBA fan. Go <laughs> go root for the 76ers or whatever. We don't need you. Yeah, a lot of basketball talk on the show tonight. Yeah. Hot. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Um, so going off script here a little bit, uh, are there any players not necessarily that have been rumored that if if we traded them tomorrow – you would wake up, you know, in a cold sweat and tears that they that they've left. One, there is one guy to me who is absolutely untradeable. I'm assuming Michael, that, Fulmer. Michael Fulmer. I was Mark, more, Michael I was more Fulmer. meaning from a, a personal, sentimental aspect. I mean, yeah, obviously. No, I mean, they, none of them come over to my house and hang out. Like, we're not friendly. I don't know these guys. They're they're baseball players. Like if one was my cousin or something and I stood up at his wedding, I'd be a little peeved that they were gone. But I don't know these guys. J.D. Martinez, snappy guy. I like him. I hope he's wonderful. I don't know him. I don't know his family. Good luck in Los Angeles or Chicago or whatever. I wish you well. I want awesome players for my team. I don't know you. It's a little harsh. It is a little harsh. I would be very disappointed if we traded Blaine. I mean, clearly there's not a market for him, but if we, he, him and Norris would be the, the two that if they, if they left tomorrow, I'd be like, oh, come on. That, that's just not catching a break. Yeah. There's Fulmer, Fulmer would make me tear up because I'm, you know, because he's good. I like to have the good players. 
Speaking of Fulmer, you were at the game on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, other than Fulmer, let's get to him more in depth in a second. Uh, what were some of your takeaways? Um, take us through the sights and sounds of this particular visit to the D. What'd you eat? What'd you drink? Yeah, th- it was good. We went on Thursday. I went with the bros. We broke away. And uh, it was fun. Cause the game was really weird because it, th- it was never really in question. The game was always like the Tigers are going to win this. You got that sense. Fulmer was very clearly dealing early that 96, 97 mile per hour fastball uh, and good breaking stuff. Um, we scored some runs early. Uh, it was like got up to 85 degrees. Let me give you a pro tip. Get seats in the shade the terrace you'll have a far better experience even if you have to pay twice the ticket price i just look at these people baking in the sun it's just like i feel for you while i enjoy the shade the shade is so good um the line for ice cream i was i was feeling some ice cream the so i went to the big cat court you know where the of course all the food is so nobody getting food at all except for the ice cream and then i was like backed way up so that made me sad. Um, I saw a dude in a Randy Wolf jersey. I saw your your picture of that. That's right. that's a spot right there. Now, it was apropos that I saw a Randy Wolf jersey because if we do sell off a lot of people, you know we're going to end up taking some doofus like Randy Wolf to pitch a bunch of games for us. That's that's harsh, but that's what you get if you sell. Are you referring to my boy Verhagen as a random doofus? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry. Um, so, though, another observation is when you go to day games at Comerica, it is stunning how many old people there are. Old people, a lot of old people. They love to wear big hats, especially the women, like sun hats. They're in the shade. They're sitting in the shade, big sun hats, and always pants, always some kind of trousers, getting ready to trouse. Does that I'm put sure. into question them being able to get home in time for Jeopardy and Wheel, though? Oh, I, I think they're they're puttering back to to be there in time. <laughs> yeah, it's a must. Um, so that just reminded me, and reminded me today, I was by my in-laws, and uh, there's a, a woman who lives in the condos by him, and she's a huge Tigers fan, and we just talk Tigers. I mean, what do I have in common with a a 70-year-old woman? The way you move? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, but we're talking Tigers. You know, Tigers and baseball spans generations. It's a really, it's a real unifier. That's true. That's, that's that, very true. That was my case. Any Speak, other particular questions? Speaking of of spanning generations, it was a little alarming that I texted you if you saw Big Sean and you had no idea who that was. Shoot. Okay, after they started posting about him, I was like, oh, yeah, he's he's more like a medium-sized Sean, though. I wasn't. Well, he's, he's not big by any stretch. It's more of yeah. like his his stature, like uh, his oh. swagger is, is the large part of large Sean. It's kind of false advertising. <laughs> That's Big. true. Uh, Rod and Simo got their picks with him. I, I'm a little surprised that you didn't you didn't find find your way in, into that. But. I did take a picture of their little station there. It and uh, okay, so I've been to a handful of games now since they've moved that station. Every time I walk past there, guess what? Craig Monroe is doing. Boom. Uh, he's on his bat. phone. Oh, nope. He's on his phone. On his phone. Looking at his phone. Hmm. I'm assuming he's playing Candy Crush. <laughs> Because he's he's not contributing anything from that phone to the analysis. That's that's certainly true. No, they leave that to Johnny, of <sighs> course. Okay, so let's get into some of the serious aspects of of Michael Falmer. He was brilliant the game that you were there. Um, how do you feel about limiting his innings down the stretch this year? I feel like that's not smart. something that's been brought up. I feel like something that should be discussed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once we get past the trade deadline and it's very clear that we're not going anywhere. Yeah. You skip starts and you do some of that kind of stuff with them. I, that's just makes a lot of sense. I think, um, go ahead. yeah. Fulmer was so lights out. It was, it was weird. Um, cause he just powered through the first two outs of the ninth inning and then he 
couldn't get the last out. He starts giving up a hit, then a double, and then another hit. And Brad is trying to leave him out there. And nobody's warming up in the bullpen. And then he gets another hit, and they scored a couple runs. And uh, so here saunters out Brad. And Justin Wilson's been warming up. And I'm like, yeah, just get a fresh arm in there. There's nothing more to prove. There's no there's no uh, shutout. There's no anything. And the fans just, like, booed him lustily. And I, I just yelled, no, this is a good decision. This is smart. Did any of them and, listen to you? No, no, nobody's, nobody listens to me. Of course not. Um, I think that Fulmer's role in this transition could be really interesting. Verlander, you know, there's more, there's a, a Morosi tweet even tonight that said that the Cubs have kind of kicked the tires on, on Verlander. Really? Um, he could be out the door. Uh, Cabrera, I mean, he's he's sticking around. Cabrera's but, unmovable. But I think, I mean, there is a very real chance that we emerge from this transition with Fulmer as the face of the franchise, and that, and that's kind of kind of exciting. It's also a little worrying. Like Norris, I have no doubt that he's going to be throwing, hopefully better, but the same you know same mechanics, same everything in ten years. Michael Fulmer, like it worries me a little bit that he's not going to. I mean, he's such a high effort, you know, motion. We talk about yeah. this all the time. Yep. That he, by the time we're good again, that he's not, he's no longer gonna gonna have it in the tank. Um, but, you know, that, there's nothing you can do about that. That is what it is. Um, but I, I think it's interesting that he, he very well may emerge from this as the, you know, Mister Tiger at this point. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be. He's gonna be anchoring that pitching staff because. I, it's not going to be Zimmerman. We're going to have Zimmerman around for a while. He's going to be uh, an average middling starter, you hope. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's going to um, take the Anibal but, role as soon as Anibal departs. Oh, geez, thanks. Um, but no, Fulmer's the ace. And blessings to Dombrowski because he, he got him for us. I I don't remember. Do you remember excitement like this around Fulmer when we first got him? I don't think people really understood. And I don't think even Dombrowski and the organization understood what they got when they he, got Fulmer. He wasn't the top guy. We all wanted uh, Zach Wheeler. That was that was who sure. I wanted yep. when, when it came out that we were trading Cespedes to the Mets. That was the guy that everyone's like, oh, he's the he's the premier arm. Um, I I mean, I'm fairly into prospects. And I had to I had to look into who Michael Fulmer was when we traded for him. And all, all of the, the reports were like that he's come on strong recently, but he didn't kind of have that pedigree. Well, clearly he, he turned out okay. But, yeah, that is that is an interesting point. Um, speaking of, he was named an all-star, our only yeah. all-star. Um, Got to be the right choice, right? Yeah. Um, so Miguel didn't make it. He was fifth in voting. He, I think he was the only other Tiger in the top five. Are you surprised Avila didn't get more love? I am. He's had a really, really good year. I feel like uh, in yeah. kind of that bounce back mold, they're always looking to, you know, almost ceremoniously give those spots away. I mean, realistically, he'll probably end up on the All Star team once you know fifty guys on each team drop out. But no, for, I was a little bit surprised that he wasn't kind of on that initial roster. See, the All Star game is is popularity. It's kind of a lifetime achievement award, especially with the voting. But I don't I don't care about who's on the All Star team. No, I'm not no. bothered in the least. Yeah, it's trash. Honestly, I would rather all of my players not go. Have right. I mean, you know when we're competing, have yep. those days off to to recoup. Um, did you hear what Kenley Jansen said about uh, why the Dodgers didn't get enough players into the All Star game? Why is it, what do you say? This is the quote. I'll say it loud and clear again. It's the Dodgers fans' fault. Oh no. No, double middle finger freedom rocket to that quote. Never vote for the all-star game. Voting is stupid. It's all corporate sellout. Never do it. It doesn't matter. Screw you, Kenley Jansen. Yeah, I don't No, Nobody has the energy for that outside of the Kansas City metropolitan area. Yeah, let those whiny weasels go vote a thousand times. We're not wasting our time with that. Speaking of freedom rockets, um, it's the 3rd of July tonight. Uh, I, I know I can hear it out my window. By the time most of you listening to this, uh, it will probably be the fourth, the birthday of this illustrious com- uh, country, the date that freedom descended from heaven. Um, so let's let's celebrate. Let's get festive. Yeah. Throw on our red, white, and blue bro tanks and have a little fun. Um, so the fellas had today off, and they have a game, uh, a day game tomorrow. So between today and then tomorrow night, a lot of free time. I can't help but believe that the Tigers, as a team, coaches, front office execs, 
Comerica Park employees uh, and the broadcast teams, both radio and TV, all had one big barbecue to celebrate together. I figured you and I might have some fun imagining who plays what role at the Big Tigers barbecue. You good with that? It's a great idea, Hall. You're 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 a creative master. <laughs> um, so there's some obvious categories that we need to hit, and then I have a few others, and then I don't know if you have any more. Um, so let's just get after it. Are are you ready? Yes. Okay, I'll let you go first. Who who is running the grill? Okay, to me, this is a guy who's got some dad like qualities. You know, maybe knows how to plumb. Maybe knows. <laughs> You know, he's got some Ron Swanson-like characters. He's going to run the grill. And that's Fulmer. Of course. He's got the beard. He's very dad-like. I, th- I think he'd be good at the grill. Yeah, I actually went a little bit older in my in my dad uh, assertion on the grill. I think Sean Casey is the grill master in this. Yeah. He, he got the invite. Um, you know, he was there from the glory days. And I think he might be mentoring Buck Farmer, who clearly has uh, oh, the yeah. next generation of, of grill master going on there. I could see Sean by the grill, you know, chatting with everybody who comes by. Ice, you know, the grill is kind hand, of yeah. yeah, the grill is kind of the epicenter of the barbecue. People are checking in, just like first base. I feel you. Okay, uh, let's move on. Who's running the music? Who's the DJ? Uh, Victor. Uh, Victor's the DJ. Yeah, that's true. I uh, I went old school again. Uh, I think Austin Jackson. I feel like there. I remember hearing that he was who ran the the music in the locker room before. Oh. That may or may not be true. So don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, whose house is this barbecue at? Slash, who keeps their lawn nicest? Ah, uh, Andrew Romine strikes me as a guy who's fairly persnickety and would keep a nice lawn with with all the lines straight. Hmm. I don't know. I, I figured it probably should be Miggy's house because I would assume it's probably it's biggest. biggest. And yeah. also, I'm pretty sure it's in Miami, so yeah. that is definitely a bonus. Um, a special shout-out to possibly Heather Nabosny's yard. I'd assume that yeah. it's like either immaculate or just a disaster because she spends so yeah. much time working on her, her professional yard that she doesn't worry about that one. The cobbler's um, children have no shoes. Yes, exactly. So I don't, I don't know which it is, but I feel like I feel like she probably takes enough pride in her work to, to take that home a little bit. Yes. Uh, OK, who's bringing the best potato salad? Papa Grande. <laughs> Jose Valverde. I'm ashamed. A big potato. I'm ashamed that I have an answer. That's not that. That just makes too much sense. Um, I went with Doug Fister. I feel like there's a certain kind of person that has that like having a killer recipe is a big deal for someone that's like on the potluck circuit if you know what i mean and i think fister kind of screams that guy to me yeah okay okay let's oh go ahead who's who's bringing the fireworks hall it's got to be rayburn he's the biggest redneck in in recent tigers oh yeah has i was trying to think of a redneck yeah yeah i came up with buck farmer but rayburn's a bigger redneck i would imagine yeah josh anderson that's a deep cut but I could see Pres- <clears throat> I could see Presley, um, not so much in the redneck, but more in the pyro um, realm. He, he gives off go. a little bit of a pyro vibe. Um, okay, who is the best cornhole uh, players slash team? To me, it's got to be Kenny Rogers. You know, the crafty lefty. You know, <laughs> control. It's got to be a pitcher in my mind. He. To me, Kenny Rogers would dominate some cornhole. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I could also see him going with the the floater, like from from uh, Rookie of the Year. Yeah, um, I went with Alex Wilson and Tyler Collins. Both kind of seem like tailgate guys to me. You know, sure. they're 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 out there before their college football <laughs> games. They're, they're playing a little cornhole. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Who is doing the decorating and or? Uh ambiance responsibilities all i think it's got to be osmus he's the one that decorates like the clubhouse and, and whatnot right i think that's one of his current what? duties <laughs> the manager decorates the clubhouse yeah he gets a, a nice home <clears throat> feel i think that's part of How the ego management jim schmeckel or whatever his name is the clubhouse guy um how about al albuquerque <laughs> seems to have a good fashion sense that's he very can point, true point people to the drinks and point people to the food uh, who Drink, is bringing the desserts? Uh, who is bringing the desserts? Uh, Todd Jones looks like he would like dessert. Yes. I don't know. He would always have it stuck right here. 
Um, <laughs> I went with Romine. He's kind of got that little touch of sophistication that makes me think, yeah, Romine could probably make me a tort. You know, whip up a nice bunt cake. I don't know. He's got this slick back hair, the kind of California vibe. Do you see the bubble bunt cake commercial a thousand times when you watch Tigers games? Okay, that must be a streaming thing I that I see. T- I, well, I typically Sir makes a lot. I typically watch it on on my iPad, and I don't always have the volume on, so I can tune oh. out during commercials. Smart. Um, um, let's see who do we got. Oh, this is a good one you came up with, and that is who is push you into the pool when you're not expecting it, guy. And first of all, this this whole practice has changed significantly in the last. 10 years, 15 years with the advent of cellular telephones, right? This used to be a good gag. Like you just push somebody in the pool, but you got to be kind of a dick. Yeah. I would be furious that if that happened to me. Oh, a big time. Definitely. Yeah. All right. So we, I, I came up with two. My first one was Al Al. I could just see him doing it <laughs> just to see what happens. I don't know. Not, maybe not without much forethought, but um, but possibly Verlander. I feel like the the pranks he would pull on Donnie yeah. make me think that he might be perfect for this role. Yeah, and Verlander wouldn't care about dumping somebody's $600 cell phone in the pool either. That's He'd true. think it funny. Yeah. yeah. I was, I don't know, Delman. I feel like Delman could do it. I feel like nothing's really out of the realm of possibility with, with Delman. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we won't go there. Uh, let's see. Last one in the categories that we both came up with. Who's clogging the toilet in the upstairs bathroom? Kurt Gibson. <laughs> yes, definitely. I went with Lamont, but Gibson is the clear choice here. Okay. Do you, do you have any other categories? No. No, okay. I'm done. I came up with, let's see, three more, uh, which I should have just texted you because that would have made sense, but I, I didn't, so... Uh, let's see. Only functions at a high enough level as an adult to contribute chips. Um, I went with Iglesias, though the Norris tweet about the, the pizza rolls make me think that he's probably Ooh. on this list, too. Yeah. Um, Just bring the chips. Not, Smart. Not don't a, bring your don't bring your thawed pizza rolls. Yeah. Most most likely to show up in all whites would certainly be Iglesias, too. Iglesias, which, yeah. that's, that's not a problem. It's before Labor Day. It's fine. <laughs> uh, best guacamole. I figured that that would be quite a showdown between Norris and Shane Green. I bet both of them can whip up some avocados. Wait, so best guacamole, and you chose two white guys. You didn't choose any of the Latino guys. White people love avocados. It's like it's like <laughs> yoga. We love that crap. And wheatgrass and kale. Also, right? that might be one of my gaps. I wasn't. I didn't know that guacamole started as as a Latin dish. So that <laughs> that one's on me. That one's on me. Um, okay. okay, last one. Uh, the cleanup crew. Clearly, uh, it's going to be Donnie, but also probably Dwayne Bilo. Dwayne Bilo. You're just looking for an excuse to work in Dwayne Bilo for no reason. Uh, I, I thought about putting Victor on cleanup, but I figured that Twitter would absolutely want my head, so I didn't go there. Oh, I get it. It's a reference. It is. It is. Your reference. references are off the chain. <laughs> Um, speaking of references, I have one more quote. Um, I wanted to bring this up. I didn't know what segment to throw it in, so I'm just going to give you the quote. Uh, Will Birchfield tweeted this. Um, out of the mouth of Brad Osmus on Justin Upton, last year he was the new kids on the block. This year he's more in sync. Ugh. Wasn't Brad's first follow when he got on Twitter, like Britney Spears or something like that? Brad is... He's a little weird with that. Yeah, I, I definitely think he is. I thought I just thought that was... you do you, Brad. Live your life. <laughs> thought that was worth. Listen to up. some crap pop. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Are you ready to get to your power <laughs> rankings? Yeah. We're going we're gonna to cruise right through these. You ready? We're going to go hot and heavy. Yeah. Okay. So I have for you, it's 4th of July weekend. What do you do on 4th of July weekend? We just talked about it. The barbecue. You fire up the grill. What are you going to put on the grill? Let's talk about it. What are Let's. the top things you're going to grill? Sheep. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Sheep. No, I'm just kidding. I love sheep. <laughs> like a rack of lamb. Like lamb chops. All right, here we go. Number seven is ribs. Ribs taste good on the grill, but you you just got to finish them on the grill. You got to start them in the oven. Otherwise, you're going to burn all your ribs and stuff. Ribs are a delicious food. Um, nice in the grill, but you got to have your technique down. Fair enough. Fireworks. Number, I hear them. Yeah. Sorry, friends. Boom. Boom. Uh, That's how you number know it's six. authentic. Yeah, that's right. Uh, number six is brats. Bratwurst. Again, they're low on the list because you want to start them in a in a pan or something. You got to you got to start them inside the house and you got to finish them on the grill. Otherwise, you get. Don't look at me like that, Hall. You know that's true. I like to fry them like in a can of beer on the stove first until they're almost cooked through and then you finish them on the grill if you just go raw brat on a grill you're gonna get like a chard outside and you know salmonella for your guests on the inside start them inside it's fine it feels wildly unnecessary but okay fine taint your brats see if i care i ain't eating brats at your house all right five five is kind of underrated but i'm just gonna lump them all together veggies no nonsense yeah, i like shut up i like veggies on the, i like veggies on the grill just throw it on some foil and you can do uh zucchini you can do onions asparagus all kinds of uh, veggies you can do on the grill no every day is for eating veggies that's a healthy lifestyle on a holiday i'm eating meat and i'm eating chips and that's it i don't give right. me that veggie crap you're not going to be happy with this next one either then <laughs> Number four is garlic bread. Oh, I have no, no issue with that. Garlic bread's delicious. You, you just made a stink about not having meat on the previous one, and you're okay with garlic bread? No, it's just anti-vegetable. That's, that's, ah, that's where the stance was. That's not, that's not a hot take. Come on. Garlic bread is delicious. Got to get a good quality bread. Don't buy store-bought bread. Like, get, like, bakery bread and, and do it right. Get a nice, crusty, thick bread if you're going to make garlic bread on the grill. Seems fair. Okay. Uh, three is shrimp. Not fish. Not fish. No. Shrimp. I really like um, shrimp Shrimp on the grill. You can do it kind of spicy. You can do it. But they're quick. Boom. You eat them. They're shrimp. They're great. Would you say that they're shrimp on the Barbie? Shrimp on the Barbie. Yeah. Andrew Graham is loving those. Warwick. Yeah. He's loving. He'll probably come over for big, shrimp. Big boy Bojarski. Yeah. Bojarski's coming. The whole Perth crew. I, I assume love shrimp on a barbecue. Okay. Uh, two, steaks. Steaks. Don't make that face. What do you, you just talked about wanting meat. What's manlier and meatier than a freaking steak? It's a hunk of cow. You throw it on the grill. You touch it on there for two minutes on each side, and you eat it. It's good. I'm hoping what your number one is. That's what's more manly than, than a steak. Number one is burgers. It's got to be burgers. Yes, that is. That's what you put on. You put burgers and you put hot dogs on there. Completely agree. Okay, burgers. Don't burn your hamburgers. Take your time. It's fine. You don't need to hustle. Low and slow with the burgers, people. You don't want any char on the outside, but you do want them done. You know, this isn't a restaurant or something. Just. Get them done all the way through. Everybody's getting well done at my house. At least they're cooked through. You don't want some meaty. With steaks, yeah, that's what you want. Medium rare. Now with burgers, you cook the dang things. Okay. Um, That was, where am I? That was number one. I didn't, did I let you guess? It doesn't matter. Number three from the worst. Three from the worst is hot dogs. No, that is absurd. Listen. I will fight over hot dogs. 
like who's eating hot dogs at a barbecue? It's like kids. And the yeah, you yeah, you're yeah. And kids don't want like the char. You know, hot dogs are already edible because they're all pre-cooked already. You just got to kind of warm them up. And a grill isn't just a warm them up thing. Is a grill's a grill. I don't want hot dogs. In my hot dogs are hot dogs are on their own one of the most delicious foods on earth. And I use foods in air like quote hot. because you know who knows what they really are. But they are fantastic. It's like the pumper cheese okay. at Taco Bell. No, I like hot dogs in the grill. Just you know, just as long as you can coat them with a good helping of Heinz ketchup, I'm good. It's great. Yeah. All right. Ketchup. I also like pickles and onions on my ketchup, but not mustard. Don't don't bother me with that. I don't want that. Okay. Number two worst thing to do on the grill is chicken. Chicken is so hard to get right on a grill because you get this like charred fleshy on the outside. It gets black fast on the outside because of the fats and the skin. And then the inside, you gotta you gotta make sure the chicken is done. Nobody wants chicken that's pink in the middle just save chicken for something else deep fry it i grilled chicken is hard to do seems fair the worst thing that you could possibly grill you gotta guess i i'm running out of meats fruit oh yeah fruit so i watch i look it online and they're like putting watermelon on the grill no don't what are you doing peaches and stuff don't grill fruit fruit is supposed to be cold and refreshing in the summertime don't grill fruit that's stupid i'm done with that as power rankings hello this is eric's mom and you're listening to the podcastianos okay um i had an eventful run this week um as you know, your favorite, uh, your favorite northern or excuse me, Michigan uh, summer festival has been in town, the National <laughs> Cherry Festival. Um, so uh, I went out for a run on Saturday, and what do I hear zooming over my head? But the Thunderbirds, which are like the fancy mm. flying planes, practicing yeah. for the air show, like the Blue Angels or something. Yeah, they're like, like that. they're like the knockoff versions. Um, that's probably not something that I should say, considering they're like army or something. Um, you're going to bomb your house, but I'm like, come on, man. I'm just trying to listen to this podcast. I can't hear with you going zoom, zoom, zoom all the way over the top, man. It was, it was rough, uh, but I did survive. I did make it through. Um, but yeah, they were actually out and about like pretty much all over town this week. And what I find amazing about the Thunderbirds or the blue angels when they come is how they turned the city just into a bunch of, like, screaming children who can't focus on what they're doing. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if our, our crash rate on our streets goes up by, like, 400% when they're flying. My dad, actually, we were on our way back from, from Moomers uh, this past week to pick up some ice cream, and he literally is about to drive off the road looking up, trying to, to catch a glimpse of the... And I'm like, you need to drive, um... So we didn't. We didn't go off the road, but um, it was it was close. Um, but yeah, so uh, National Cherry Festival. It's all all built around cherries, which are not in yet. We import our cherries from I don't know whoever makes cherries faster than we do. Well, you don't have cherries, right? I picked cherries yesterday in Fenville. Well, cherries are ready. We're further north. Oh yeah, we're, we're pra- well. Why don't you align your festival when the cherries are ready? It used to be who's that in charge way. of that. The National Cherry Festival is in charge of that. This is my pet theory. I don't actually know, but I think that they moved it up to coincide with the Fourth of July when more people are going to be in Traverse City to pad their numbers, as opposed to bringing uh, people to Traverse City twice. Let's just count them all once. That's that's good for everybody. Um, you know when tulip time is? When the freaking tulips are out. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But anyway, I was I was at Meyer this past week. Um, we were in the in the U check lane. I'm bagging. Whitney's scanning, um, and I look up, and there is a cherry pit that very clearly was in someone's mouth. They ate the cherry around it and spit the pit right there in the bagging area. Yeah, it's fine. Must no, that is not that. fine. That is unacceptable. Yeah, that has been in your mouth. Put it in the trash. No, you've enjoyed cherries while you're shopping. I mean, that pit can go anywhere. That's fine. No, it can't. Put it in the trash can. It's not. It's not difficult. You come to my town. You put your your crap in the trash can. 
just in the bagging area it seems seems fine all right let's know. let's move on to twitter questions just a few because we are running extremely long uh the first one actually comes in from Comeric. we say that every time yeah. keep going Comeric eric he's he's kind of a douche he interrupts a lot um yep. he asks, how would america be different if we adopted the turkey as the national bird like ben franklin suggested I think we would be a far better country, much more civil, much more polite, less braggadocious. True. And everybody would be nicer to each other if we had the turkey for a bird instead of the bald eagle. I kid you not. I saw a turkey walking in my neighborhood this morning, just chilling. They're everywhere. Yeah. America's filthy with turkeys. They're a fine bird. I kind of like turkeys. It makes me feel bad that we eat them. But turkey is my favorite of the meats to eat, so I obviously don't feel too awfully bad. Right. Um, Eli Werner asks us, uh, at what times is chanting USA acceptable? Um, During a high-profile sporting event where we're kind of winning. So Olympics, World Cup. But don't save it for some like little competition and don't do it for like men's basketball or something where it's very clear that we're the favorite and we should be whooping everybody. I really don't have a problem with it kind of at any time. I mean, I'm sure that there's probably some times when it's inappropriate, but for the most part, you know, if you're feeling that patriotic tug, just let it out. I think that's what Ben Franklin would have wanted. All right. You convinced me. Cool. Did not expect that. I listen to everything you say, Hall. <laughs> well, that is categorically untrue. Uh, my phone appears to have frozen. I know Anthony Troya asked us if if Rocky is the most patriotic of the uh, of the movie franchises in history. Can you speak to that? I'm not a big Rocky guy. No, I'm not either. Um, I actually, yeah, it's... I actually don't really like movies on the whole. Um, Oh, excuse me. Rocky four is specifically one he's asking about. Uh, he, he says it single handedly ended the cold war, which if that's true, oh. then sure. No, is that where that. he fights the Russian dude or whatever? Obviously. Probably. No, I'm a little, yeah. little ashamed. I either haven't seen them or it's been a while. Either way. I feel yeah. like it's probably, probably a man card issue. I can't um, get my energy up for Rocky. Okay. Two more. Uh, Alex Savota asks us, how are you celebrating America's t- t- 2017th birthday? Head tilt. Hmm? Um, with with beer and sunshine and disc golf and grilled meats. Sounds nice. I, I will be yeah. working because it's time and a half. That's what America does. Yeah. Um, yeah last one. Our buddy Jacob Skronik asks us thoughts on the new USA Soccer Gold Cup kits. Have you seen these? Yeah. Don't they just look like Barca, like a Barca alternative? Yeah, kind of. But also in the mode of blue the and red flag. Hoop. I. I kind of like them. I, I think they're aren't they just sweet. like blue and red hoops? Uh, you know, hoops is the fancy word for str- horizontal stripes. Mm-hmm. I learned. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they're. I feel like all soccer shirts at this point are fairly derivative. I don't really have a yeah. problem with yeah. it. Um, I, I think that these ones are cool. Um, we've kind of been in a, a bit of a hit or miss cycle recently. Some of them have been our shirts have been really cool. Some of them have been you know kind of where's Waldoy, uh, but no. I, I to like me. This one. To me, the USA kit should be red and white hoops every time. That's the look we want. It's classy soccer. It represents the flag without being too, like, well, not as bad as, like, how the baseball players were decked out around 4th of July where you got one star sock and one stripe sock. I love that. That was so sweet. You do? Because stop. Every year it's worse. Shane Green pulled it off real well. Shane Green looked good in the two different color socks. For sure. Every year, it's like more and more and more. Like, like I said, if 20, 2026, if they're not dressed like Uncle Sam, they're not going to be allowed on the baseball field. It's worse every time. But seriously, would that be a problem? I'd yeah. watch baseball playing in Uncle Sam costumes. That would be sweet. That would Listen, be fire emojis. There's always room for more, right? Why not? All the uniforms, red, white, and blue. Why not extend it another week? Why not this? Why not that? Don't you love America? It just gets creeped more and more. If you want to see the, some crazy USA jerseys, check out the Beach Bums. Their 4th of July jerseys are um, oh my gosh. loud. We'll go, we'll go with loud. Um, all right. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can. Podcastianos.com. On Twitter, I am at Jordan Hall 23 
Eric is at Comeric Eric, and the show is at Podcast Llanos. On Instagram, I am at Jordino4. Eric is at Comeric Eric, Facebook.com backslash Podcast Llanos. And we'd love it if you take the time to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, or however else you're listening to the show. And once again, if you leave us a funny review, um, obviously the bar's been set fairly high at this point, um, but we'll read it out, and you'll become uh, internet famous. Yes. Sure. Um, with that being, I should offer you a chance to say anything to the listeners before we get out of here. Shout out to the guy who just last week realized that I was Phil Coke's brain. Like he listened to the podcast, didn't put it together at all. And he was like, Oh, I just figured it out. Good job, bud. Love you. Uh, with that being said, we will catch you guys next week and eat them up tigers. Eat them up. Goodbye. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.